Hi, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Scramble Eggs and Ham podcast. My name is Bill Clark. I'm your host, and my co-host today is Don Wade. Hey, Don. How you doing this morning? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, let me just uh, give you a description of this podcast. The Scramble Eggs and Ham podcast is a weekly interview show focused upon the reinvention of the lives of each interviewee as a result of or inspired by their life-changing illnesses that have now become a part of their daily existence. In each case, the interviewee has used his or her illness from strokes to neurological disorders, sorry, to, for example, um, multiple sclerosis, um, for as the impetus for the creation of their of solutions to as of yet unsolved problems. Wow! Yes, that's it. Thank you so much for that, Don. Yeah. So, so this morning, um, we are going. I'm going to share some um, something about my trip. I recently came back from um, the Chicago, from the Midwest, from Chicago. And I uh, contracted COVID-19. We, we both, me and my spouse, we both co- contacted um, COVID while we were, um, we were traveling through four states in five and seven days. So we're going to talk a little bit about that this morning. Um, you know, I am a stroke survivor and dealing with COVID and, and the residuals of a stroke. It's pretty, pretty tough to go through. So, Don, do you have any questions for me this morning? I sure do. Um, generally, Bill, how, uh, how was your trip? Generally, the trip was beautiful. It was, it was a great trip. We started off in Tampa, Florida. Okay. How many states, uh, did you visit, did you get a chance to see on the trip? Uh, four states, um, Tampa, um, Chicago, um, um, I forgot the name of that, the other state, um, by South Bend, Indiana. And um, uh, Minnesota, uh, not Minnesota, Michigan. Michigan was the last state that we we visited. Mm, out of curiosity, sort of in keeping with this podcast, um, as you went through the states, what, did you see people, you know, wearing their masks? Um, when we went to, we left New Jersey, and we went to, we flew into um, Tampa. I did not see a lot of people on the plane wearing masks, nor when we landed that I noticed a lot of people um, wearing masks in the terminal. Mm. So what was the first indication for, to you of being ill in any way? Well, when we got to um, when we got to uh, Chicago on our on our our last leg back to um, New Jersey, we were in Chicago. My spouse, my wife started coughing and she had, a, you know, she, we thought it was allergies. She started coughing very bad at night and she had a problem breathing, you know, so right away, you know, the red flag went up. Wow. You know, like this is getting, you know, it started off like minor, very minor thinking like um, in Michigan and it increased while we were in Chicago and at nighttime she was keeping me up because she was coughing a lot. And given that you um, are a stroke survivor, is there um, are there things that you look out for um, with respect to 
this pandemic that everybody is experiencing? Yes, that's a good question. I'm always on on the lookout for, you know, watching, monitoring my, my health and the people in my environment, in my home, my home setting. And, um, you know, generally, like, I know pretty much um, what's going on with my body. You know, I'm pretty in touch with that. So I know when something something's like off kilter a little bit, you know, right. you know, like when I get a severe cold or when I get um, bronchitis or something, I, I watch those things. Um, um, vertigo, this, this go around and this is my second time having COVID. The first time I had COVID, I had a severe bout with vertigo, which lasted for about, I think more than a month, okay. which was horrible. It's a horrible feeling. If you ever had vertigo, you know, you, you walk off balance, you're off. When you get up out of bed, you're dizzy. You go to bed dizzy. You know, it's pretty, um, it could be a pretty, um, uh, incredible experience for people who have never experienced that. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a a pretty big red flag. Yes, it was. It was. This time I did not experience vertigo. <clears throat> what we experienced, what I experienced with COVID was um, the coughing, you know, the coughing, a lot of coughing. Um, I was able to get my breath, but I had a lot of mucus, coughing up a lot of mucus and stuff. And the chills. Oh my goodness! Both of us had the chills pretty bad. That's how I knew something—a red flag went up when I, I was kind of weak, um, and I had these chills all of a sudden just popped out of nowhere. You know, as the as the disease manifested itself, as COVID manifested itself, it started getting more intense with the chills, and then the headache. You know, and I don't get that many migraine headaches, but all of a sudden. A migraine headache reared its head and it started to like uh, just take over, you know, like my vision was blurred, things of that nature. So those are red flags. And for, and for people who experience what I've experienced with a stroke, have those type of things going on behind the scenes. You got to be very careful. Hmm, that uh, had to be very uh, scary. How did you, for just in, in particular, how did you get better um, from COVID? Good question. <clears throat> this is not an endorsement of anything, but when I got to the hospital, um, I was screened. Well, first my wife was screened and she was positive for COVID-19. The next day I was feeling so sick and I asked them, I asked the hospital, I asked the nurse to please, you know, since my wife is positive, I must be positive too. And they said, no, we're not going to screen you right now. Um, that's the last COVID test of the day. So the next day I was very sick. When I woke up, I was pretty sick, you know, I wasn't feeling myself. And again, the chills started and I went back to the hospital and they, I actually, I couldn't even come in, come into the hospital because they knew my wife had tested positive. I was I was I was to stay in my car and um, a nurse came out to my car and swabbed me with a rapid test, you know, and um, it came back positive like 15 minutes later. And and from there, they said, well, you know, you need to go home right away and we're going to send this to your pharmacy, the medication to your pharmacy, which is called uh, Plaxlovid by, I think it's by Pfizer. Yeah, it's by Pfizer. Plaxlovid, P-A-X-L-O-V-I-D. This is not right. a, this is not an endorsement of it. It is an experimental drug. I don't think it's FDA approved yet. 
Well, we took that and it's a, it's, it's really a regiment. It's, it's three pills a day, six, I'm sorry, six pills a day for five days. So it's, it's like 30, you're taking 30 pills of, of Plaxlovid. And on the second day, things started, we started to see improvement where um, the chills started to dissipate. The headache was still there, but now we had diarrhea and we took it and we got better and better and better. We got our strength back. We we're able to get out of bed, you know, because for me, Plax, Plaxlovid made me sleep a lot, like more than like uh, uh, 12 hours a day. So it's a pretty heavy drug. And but it made us like it made us take control of our life again, as far as like our as far as like the COVID the COVID started dissipating day by day, dose after dose. In the morning, we would take three pills. At nighttime for the bed, we'd take three pills. And we got better and better and better as we went along. And how are you feeling now? At this present moment, um, I had a, I had some night sweats last night. But um, I'm feeling okay. You know, um, I'm going to go out for a walk. Um, first time in like um, three, two weeks. I'm going to go out and try to exercise for a walk go around the block. Maybe lift a little bit of weight, um, get something to eat. But today I'm feeling feeling a lot better, you know. So I'm, today I feel strong enough to almost catch a tiger. Not there yet, but I'm getting there. Hmm. Are there any restrictions that you are um, specifically supposed to? Um, uh, I guess the word is do. Yeah, I know that one thing they said, the doctor told me, um, he said, I had to stop taking the statin because I'm on a statin. So he said, you know, right. you got, stop taking it. There's certain drugs you can't take with this Plaxlovid, you know, and everybody's different. And you have to get your doctor's authorization and they check your medications to see if they interact with the Plaxlovid. Like, again, like I said before, I'm not endorsing Plax, uh Plaxlovid. Right. We don't endorse those things right. on this podcast, things like that. Right. Um, but it did help us tremendously. It is tremendous uh, drug for us. Yeah. And how's your wife feeling? She's better. She is a lot better. Um, she's still coughing. You know, we both have some a little bit of coughs, you know, some coughing. But she's, you know, she's feeling a lot better. Um, she is uh, back to work. And um, well, we're working from home, both of us, and she's working from home. So you know, I'm monitoring her situation with her, you know, constantly because she does have some underlying um, things also. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely on top of that. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with respect to what you may have experienced? Just a little bit more. Um, you know, we... In the morning, you know, we, we doing, uh, going through these states and these trips and getting on different airplanes. We took our vaccine vaccination card with us. No one asked us about the vaccination card. No one took a look at it. Um, you know, it was just like business as usual, like in, in before pre COVID. Um, there were, uh, on the plane, there were people like maybe plane was full. I think maybe I seen like maybe 10, 15 people with masks. Other people didn't have masks. Even some senior citizens didn't even, weren't even wearing masks on the plane. There was no one taking your temperature to get on these domestic flights. Um, 
So if you were sick, you could just get on the flight, you know, with COVID. Right. You know, the only place that I seen, only gates that I seen that were taking temperatures were international flights. You know, and one thing I want to say about international flights was that um, we had a family member that I took to the airport who's older, up in age, and she was leaving the country. I think she was going to Guyana or one of those um, one of those one of those countries. And, um, you know, she could not they were not going to let her board the plane because you had to get an authorization, which we didn't know that the country wanted an authorization with their logo on it, that you can enter their country. So we sat there in the airport. Lucky for us, we're tech, kind of, you know, tech suave. Um, Cause an 86 year old, she wasn't, you know, able to with, with rheumatoid arthritis was not able to work a smartphone to, um, to pull up a browser and contact the embassy and answer like what is like, I think it was like 20, 15, 20 questions. So we had to do that for her. And we had to upload a lot of different things on their site in the airport and at the gate before she could board the plane, which was absolutely like, you know, we were like, you know, we don't know if she's going to get on this flight. And here we are at six o'clock in the morning. She's trying to get on a flight. She cannot walk. She's in a wheelchair. And we have to go through these these steps in order to get her through the gate. So, you know, um, technology being older, she was older and trying to figure out how to use technology. She wouldn't have gotten on that flight if we weren't there. You know, the um, some of the the you know, I want to say that you know, a lot of the the um, the desk people up for the gate um, represented the airlines. They were very helpful and very friendly. And they weren't, didn't have any attitude. We were able to sit on the side and they were able to help us and, and, and instruct us from the sidelines while handling multiple upset passengers. So it was really a, quite an experience with going through that with the 87, I think 87 years old or 85 years old and being able to see that, hey, you know what? If you don't know this stuff, if you're not tech suave and you forget something, you're not going to be, be able to get on a flight, international flight. So I just want to say that make sure you cross, cross, you dot your I's and cross your T's, uh, people, when you're going through these airports. Now, I don't know if they reinstated the mass, you know, when boarding a plane. I think it's I think it's personally, you know, it could be uh, not such a great situation, you know, because um, the plane, you know, how small the cabins are. And, and, you know, even though they sterilize them now. Um, I don't know where we got COVID from. I don't know. Was it maybe it was eating in a restaurant? Maybe it was Miami. Maybe it was, um, you know, stopping in different places. I don't know. But um, so far, you know, we are battling this COVID and we are successfully, I believe. And you're coming from a quote unquote country that is um, knowledgeable about everything that's going on. What if you've got a visitor from another country that doesn't have rules and regulations as strict as we've got? There you go. You know, that's something to, to ponder that we seem to think about in this country, about those those different things and, you know, getting tested. I know that one of the things that I've seen is that some of the people didn't have the the, the authorization or the test results because you have to be tested and have to be negative before you can enter these countries. 
So they had a they had a um, a department downstairs inside the airport that would do a rapid test for you, you know, um, which was great, you know. And and I've seen that in I think um, all of the airports I visited, they had people had access to a rapid test before they jumped on the plane if they wanted to do that. I don't know if if um I don't know how that works. We didn't do that. Um, we were on the assumption, you know, we left healthy. You know, um, we had gotten tests earlier. We had gotten vaccines. We're fully vaccinated. Um, so we thought it was going to be OK. We can we can do this. We can get through this together and without with minimal risk. And look what happened. You know, when we got back, we were we were we had a, a moderate case of covid, I believe. Wow. This is a uh, it's a very the only word I can use to describe it, it's a very touchy situation because obviously as much as they know they obviously still don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, man. It's um, I don't know if I, we're ever going to get rid of this get rid of this COVID. I hope we can, you know, right. And get things back to like a normalization. I don't know if there is going to be ever a normal because, you know, this might be it, you know, vac- vaccinations and COVID and screening and mass, you know, vaccination, COVID screening and mass vaccination, COVID screening and mass, man. You know, I hope we can um get back to some type of um, situation where, we're not playing ping pong, you know, you know, right. giving each other COVID and, and taking, you know, and being sick for a week. I hope we can break through, have a breakthrough with this, man. I really do. Okay, Don, any more questions? Yeah. I'm good, Bill. All righty. Okay. All right, man. So. You know, you take care of yourself. You know, have you had COVID? No, no, I have not. You have not. You've never. Yeah, and I've been very careful because I've got my mom Mm -hmm. here with me, Mm -hmm. and given her age, you know, I don't want to even have to deal with this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's something else, man. Okay. Listen, you know, thank you so much for listening today. And Don, thank you so much for being the the host today. Um, You know, stay strong and stay healthy. Okay. Thank you for joining us today, everyone out there. And my sincere, I can hardly speak today. My sincere prayers are for your health and your happiness and that you live out your lives to the fullest. Thank you for listening this morning. Have a wonderful week. And Don, we'll talk a little later, man. You know? All right. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Like the winking of the jungle, greatest await until it changes the wind of divine. A light on nose, the time will come. Time to go back to the. Beach.
Nam. 